Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof, where we're kicking life with bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan. As a master martial artist and sixth-degree black belt with 40 years' experience, I've spent my life empowering kids and adults with hope and the courage and confidence to believe in themselves, to overcome their fears and battle through their challenges, to stand up to any bully they're facing, either real or in their mind. And now I've got the opportunity to share these messages with you each and every week. So get ready as we go on this life-changing journey together to become bullyproof and to live our best kick in life. Feeling good, feeling good. Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. So, how's our day going? Hopefully, it's good. It's kind of quiet here on the Grogan front. We had one heck of a day today, folks. Holy smokes. We had uh, two different, well, actually, three different belt promotions. One for our junior kids and uh, going up to the rank of... Uh, uh, orange belt and then the green belts and higher in the second one and then the last one was our black belt promotion that only happens a couple times a year and today was the day and man oh man the kids worked hard uh, we're a big believer here of, of doing your best that uh, I'm not a believer and everybody gets a trophy uh, everybody gets an A everybody gets what they earn now we push them everybody's got different talents and athletic abilities and uh, um, physical abilities we don't evaluate on that. Attitude and effort, baby. That's our biggest thing uh, we talk about. Now, the name of this video, if you've seen there, is uh, you know how to bullyproof your kids and yourself. The best way is having a balanced life. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about you know holding your balance here. Whoa, let's see if I can. You know, I'm, I'm going to hold it just like this and talk. Yeah, and go in a sparring position. Do all this. I got one foot off the ground in case you can't see here. Yeah, that's what I'm doing here. <laughs> Maybe I should switch. Yeah, baby. Good. Now, I got to, one of my mentors talks all the time about a uh, good way to get rid of your anger is uh, try and stand on one foot. He talks about if you focus on your anger, you lose your balance. If you focus on your balance, you lose your anger. So maybe, uh, maybe give it a shot. Like right now, got one foot uh, standing. Anyway, it's, uh, it's a good way to take your mind off of your anger because you're going to be so focused on your balance. Now, the balanced life I'm talking about is I believe uh, our life is composed of martial arts. We talk about a martial arts triangle. And the martial arts triangle is the mental, spiritual, and physical side. Uh, I like to think of our balanced or emotional table as the three-legged table. Same three components. The mental side, the spiritual side, and the physical side. Now the mental side, right up here, baby. You know, the seeds you plant in that mental garden is what you're going to get. It's no different than any other garden. You plant onion seeds, you're going to get onions. Plant strawberry seeds, you're going to get strawberries. You plant negativity, you're going to get negativity. You plant positivity, you're going to get positivity. Now, I want to be clear, though, because oftentimes people say, well, it's not that easy. Well, get off of that not that easy. Bang, there's a right hook, <clears throat> left uppercut. <laughs> Nothing in life is easy, right? Yeah, unfortunately, it's not. That's what keeps it challenging, right? But... Here's my thing on the, the plant the mental or the positive seeds. Just because you plant a positive seed in, the, in your mental garden or just because you plant a seed in the garden doesn't always mean that seed's going to grow, especially not in here. Why? Because we are so inundated with negativity all the time. I mean, it's coming at us, trying to block, defend, deflect all that negativity out. Don't let it in, right? Put a gatekeeper in your mind. The negativity I'm talking about is just like what's the most negative thing for a garden? Weeds, right? 
Well, the same thing for a mental garden. The most negative thing for a mental garden is weeds. Weeds and negativity from society. What we listen to, what we watch, who we listen to, who we listen to, what we read, who we surround ourselves with. Yeah, it's all input, man. And if you're constantly dumping toxic waste, that's, you know, the media, I call the media the devil's workshop. If you're constantly putting that negativity in there, what are you gonna get out? Yeah, your, your, your positive seeds are never gonna grow because they're gonna be suffocated. Just like weeds suffocate the seeds in a garden, weeds in your mental garden suffocate all the positivity you're trying to put in. So you gotta keep a guard up there, you know, dodging and deflecting and moving out of the way all the negative seeds or all the negativity that's coming in. So back to the balance. That's the mental side. And one of my absolute favorite Zig Ziglar uh, quote, and those that know and listen a lot, I'm, uh, um, I'm honored to say I'm the first and only, and there might be others in the near future, but right now I'm the only one that's actually a Zig Ziglar Platinum member. It means I've taken every Ziglar course there is and I've got a certification in it. Uh, speaking, presenting, coaching, uh, what else? What other things I've got there? Oh, training. So all the Ziglar certifications. You've got Tom's uh, Choose to Win coaching certification. Love the Ziglar family. But um, anyway, so the mental, my favorite Ziegler quote is, uh, you are where you are and what you are by what's gone into your mind. You can change where you are and what you are by changing what goes into your mind. Sort of like, you know, change the input. Now, of course, it's not as easy, like I said, but you can do it, like changing the channel. I gave an example not too long ago, and I said about changing the channel, I did this. You just gotta go up and change that channel. And uh, a couple of teenagers and kids looked at me like, what, what are you doing? You, you start in a car? I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, back in my day, you changed the channel. You had to get up and change the channel. Nowadays, of course, it's all <laughs> with your thumb. So anyway, a little, little, little fun there. But change the channel. Change the input. What you go in. You know, if you're around people that drag you down, you're in the wrong group of friends, right? You're going to be around people that inspire you and motivate you and are happy for you and continue to push you along, especially if you get down a little bit. You need friends that are going to kick your butt back up. They're not going to continue to pull you down and let you self, uh, wallow in self-pity. That's the mental side. Now for your kids, what can you do for them? Same thing. Make sure what seeds they're planting in their mental garden. Now here's the thing, and I share this a lot. You know, I'm 50 years old now, and for a large number of those years, 40 plus, I wasn't always putting in the right, uh, uh, planting the right seeds. Now I had every intention of doing that, but there was a lot of weeds in that mental garden. And that took a lot of digging up, and sometimes those weeds still pop up. My goal with helping kids or helping other parents is to help you at an early, or help you plant in your kids at an early age and even at your age now to make sure we're planting the right seeds and we're digging up all that negativity and those weeds to get them out of the mental garden. That's the mental leg of the table. Now, if that baby's you know not, not taken care of, it's going to be short and it's going to keep you off balance, right? That emotional table with three legs: mental, physical, or I'm sorry, mental, spiritual, and physical. Those three legs need to be in balance. The spiritual side. Now, I'm a Christian, baptized, born again in 2017, and uh, I'll tell you what, uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to be here trying to convince anybody of anything they don't want, but that was a good, good change for me. I was a bit of a you know, hellcat before I was baptized, and I often say that water was awfully dirty when I got out of it, but all those sins are there. It doesn't mean I still don't screw up and mess up and do more than I'd like, but hey, all I got to do now is pray and say, hey, Please forgive me and I'm going to do a better job. Uh, and I truly mean that with all my heart. But being baptized was a big thing for me and it was a big step. And that's my spiritual side. The spiritual side I talk about with uh, the kids and others. Yes, if they uh, uh, want to be a Christian, that's fine. We talk about that if they want. But the biggest thing I talk about with the spiritual side is your attitude and effort. 
right here in your heart, having that attitude and that desire to do your absolute very best. Mentally, you've got the seeds planted that are there. You've weeded out the garden. Spiritually, you're just like, I'm gonna give it all I've got. I may have never done this before, but you know what? I'm gonna give it a whirl. I'm gonna continue to battle through. I'm gonna work at it. I'm gonna learn how to do it. I'm not gonna give up. That's the attitude. And we have a saying on our creeds up on the wall there, and it's, uh, with courage and confidence, I will believe in myself and always do my best. And that do in there is there for a reason. It's not try, because try is a cop-out. Meaning, well, at least I tried. You know, you can't get on me, I tried. No, you can try, and then if you don't succeed, you got a cop-out, you can say, at least I tried. So it means you could potentially fail. However, if you say, I'm gonna do it, you are committed to doing it. I'm doing this thing. That means it doesn't matter how long it takes or how many failed attempts you have, you're gonna continue doing it until you succeed. Once again, that's the attitude. That's the attitude you need to have. I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna be the best parent I can be. I'm gonna be the best husband I can be. I'm gonna be the best mentor, leader, motivator, Ziggler, coach, speaker, trainer. I'm gonna be the best mentor. I'm gonna be the best martial artist and self-defense specialist and bullyproof specialist. Yeah, gonna do it. That's saying with conviction, that's your attitude. And the second part of that is the effort. And the effort is, man, that's just doing it. You've already convinced yourself, you know you need to do it. You, now you say, I'm gonna do it. The effort is the actual, the doing. Yeah, doing it. An example I give all the time with kids, because sometimes parents come in and say, hey, my kid's not the most athletic. Well, don't say that about your kid, all right? We're gonna work with them on that. And here's the thing, we evaluate an attitude and effort. Here is a poor attitude and a poor effort. Hi, uh, hi, uh. Well, that's your attitude and effort. We're, we're not the right academy for you because you are not going to advance, period. They said, oh man, that's awfully harsh. No, it's not. I'm not gonna reward poor attitude and poor effort. I'm not gonna reward somebody with a, a, a stripe or a belt that hasn't earned it because that's just giving them false hope. And it, it, to me, giving a kid false hope, <laughs> man, that, that's one of the most worst forms of bullying because sooner or later, society, it's gonna hit them with what I call wham, a right hook of reality, and boom, left uppercut of truth, and they're gonna say, everybody's lied to me my whole life. I don't want that. All I ask, attitude and effort. So there's a poor attitude and effort. Here is a solid one. And maybe, maybe they're brand new, and their punches aren't very good, they're all over the place, right? But they got the tiger eyes and lion voice, and they got their hands up, and they're trying their absolute very best. By trying their best, they're gonna get better at it. And before you know it, maybe that punch is drifting there, drifting there, maybe that punch is kinda not with the proper knuckles, but they keep working at it. They keep working at it. They keep working at it. Now they're locked in, they got their hands held where they need to be, and they're snapping. They're snapping those techniques, boom, boom. They're like, they're whipping them out there. But it's just like anything else, like riding a bike. You gotta stay with it until you get it. Or just like when kids were first learning how to write their letters, or example I give all the time, when they first learned how to feed themselves. When they first learned how to feed themselves, they weren't very good at it, right? They, their, their spoon, they got all the intent, their attitude is there, their effort is there, they're just not very good at it. Peas are going up their nose and then their eyeballs and all over their body, but then they got better at it because they continued to put forth their very best. They weren't trying. Trying just means, oh, I tried, I guess I'll just starve to death. Same thing with walking. No, not one parent ever, when their kid fell down and fell down and fell down again when they first wanted to walk, not one parent said, whoop, I guess my kid's a loser. I guess they're never gonna learn to walk. You know what, just, just crawl. Oh, you didn't give up on them then. You encouraged them, right? Come on, you can do this. I believe in you, come on now. And you get your video camera out, and you're taking pictures, they crash and burn, you're helping them back up. 
Well, it's the same thing now. Not that anybody's ever gonna give up on their, parent, on their kids, but I want you to continue to work on that attitude and effort. That's that spiritual side. And that's the second leg of that table, balancing that table. Make sure the seeds are right. Yeah, that courage, that confidence, that belief in themselves, and then the attitude and effort. And then what happens? They feed off of one another. So the stronger your attitude and effort is, the more the better it's gonna make you feel about yourself. Because there is no greater feeling than that of success. Success that is earned, not given, but earned on their own merit. It doesn't mean you can't help them. It doesn't mean you can't encourage them, but they have to do it on their own. That's the greatest feeling. And the third leg is the physical leg. I always, I mean, the physical is a huge part of it, yes. But to me, you gotta get this right, right here, planting the right seeds, and you gotta have the right attitude and effort, have this right. And the reason I have them in that order is because you can have all the attitude and effort and intent and desire, but if right here isn't right, you got the negative weeds, negative seeds, or the bully within telling you that, <laughs> why are you trying so hard? Don't even worry about it. Nah, who cares? This is too tough. It'll talk you out of it. So you gotta have this right, then this right, and then the physical. And the reason physical is last, one, because I think it's probably the easiest, even though physically training is hard, it's, it's easier than conquering these two. And then the physical is gonna, what, what, just like the spiritual helps the mental, the physical is gonna complement both of them. Because when you put forth your very, very best, when you go and you attempt something you haven't done before, you start going to the gym, you start exercising, you start doing something physical, maybe just going for a walk, holy smokes. It's that endorphin release. Those are those natural chemicals that you can't pay for them, baby, but the body produces them naturally. You have to work for them. It means you have to actually get out and do something. And the same thing, and these endorphins is not just regulated for adults, kids have them too. Kids need to get up, get active, get off the video games, get off the devices, get physical, get up and do something. And something could be just bang, bang, working some, some punches or some jumping jacks or you know, start off with a physical balance. Whoa, working on your balance. See if I can, ah, uh, that baby. Yeah, that's all right, right? Getting that leg up there, can you see my foot? <laughs> anyway. And the physical can be anything, any kind of physical motion. And obviously, then when the endorphins are released in your brain, oh man, that drives you to work out a little bit harder. And then your heart's beating and your heart's saying, thank you, this is what I needed. And of course, it's always hardest starting anything new, especially a workout. And of course, the mind, once again, it's gonna do everything it can to talk you out of it. Well, guess what, parents? If we're having a hard time or adults were having a hard time with this, our kids are gonna have a hard time with this. So that's that, when I talk about that bully within, that bully within is this up here in your mind. That person you see in the mirror is the meanest, rudest, cruelest, most harsh, biggest, scariest bully you'll ever face. Right? And it'll talk you out of things. I read a great book and uh, um, actually did a little video interview with this person. She's amazing, uh, Miss Mel Robbins. And uh, if you've if you've read her book, you know, give me, let me know. But uh, she got a couple books out. But my favorite one by her is the Five Second Rule. And a five-second rule isn't to drop it on the floor and eat it in five seconds. When I first uh, saw it, that's the first thing that popped in my head, and of course she addresses that in the book. The five-second rule is, it talks about how your mind, within five seconds, will kill any motivation that you have. It'll try and talk you out of it. And a couple examples she gives, like maybe um, you're in a meeting at work and you wanna raise your hand because you wanna offer input, but you pause thinking, well, if I raise my hand, Maybe I'll sound like a dummy. Maybe I'll sound like an idiot. Maybe somebody's gonna laugh at me. Maybe I don't have the right answer. And before you know it, you're checking the boxes of every reason you shouldn't raise your hand. So suddenly you're like, eh, you know what? It's probably best not to. 
You get that impulse, get that hand up there. Because if you don't, within five seconds, you're gonna talk yourself out of it. Same thing going to the gym. You know, all right, tomorrow's the day, baby. I'm going to the gym, I'm gonna exercise, I'm gonna really do this thing. I'm gonna start uh, doing a better job with my health, my nutrition. So you get up early, you didn't want to, but you did. And then what happens? Well, you can't find anything to wear. Can't find your shoes. Or my favorite is, it happens to me a lot, I can't find the mixer ball for my drink cup, right? Before you know it, you're like, you know what? I'm just going back to bed, the heck with it. How often does that happen? It's happened to me a lot. <laughs> I'm here, I'm not, <laughs> I feel like I, somebody's like, oh, you're kind of a hypocrite. You're talking about what we're prob- what our problems are. I'm just admitting what I've had trouble with, and I know there's millions, if not billions, out there that had that same trouble. So what, what's the cue? You lay everything out the night before, because you don't want that mind, five second rule, Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, well, forget about it. And she says you count backwards five to one. It was almost like blast off. So when I first read the book, it's kind of funny, Emmett, my youngest son, we were, um, uh, it was, we just opened the pool, so it was a little cold. And uh, I, I told him about the five second rule. Five, four, three, two, one, blast off. So we're kind of like tipping our toe in a little cold. And he goes, you know what, dad? Five, four, and we count together, three, two, one, blast off! And we both jumped in the pool. Now, he's a little older now, so he'd probably fake me out, and I would jump in without him, but he was young enough then that we just did it together. But uh, anyway, being silly here, but you get my, my, my gist on that. So I always bring things back, because us as adults, we're struggling with these things. We really are, but guess what? These are things that when you were a kid, you probably never brought up to your parents. I know I didn't, simply because it was, Richie, deal with it on your own, figure it out, be a man, grow up. And you know, I had to learn a lot on my own. Now, I do think today's generation could benefit from thinking a lot on their own instead of automatically going for answers, but I want you to be, a, just like I'm trying to do, be a better parent and help guide them along. Ask the right questions to them and realize that they're probably struggling with the same things we struggled with, but even more so because of what I'm talking to right now, this device. Yeah, I mean, think what it's doing. Think of what it does to us as adults. Can you imagine what it's doing to our kids? So, but anyway, back to the physical side. Anything that gets the body physically moving, that's the third leg of that table, right? The third leg of that table to balance, and I think we, the, uh, the, the table top, is our emotional balance. And if our three table legs are wobbly because one's shorter than the other or one's not getting any attention at all, how balanced are we in life? You know, we're probably doing, whoa, whoa, this leg's short and doing all this stuff. Now, of course, I'm ad-living here, and those that are watching the video can see me do this. Those listening to the podcast (laughs) just know that I'm woo all over the place, acting like I'm standing on a wobbly table. But that is how you balance your life. Now, I'm going to turn away here so you can see. uh, Of course, we got the American flag, which, by the way, here at the Academy, before every single class, we stand, put our hand over the heart, and say the Pledge of Allegiance before every single class. And uh, during belt promotions, we always got new family members that come in that haven't been with us before. And today, just like any other time, there's an older gentleman I'd never met before as a grandpa. And he goes, Sonny, I really appreciate what you're doing there, saying the Pledge of Allegiance and teaching these kids core values. And of course, I hear that. Man, it hits my heart and gets me all teary-eyed. And that's the reason I do it, because it's the right thing to do. And those that know me, I mean, here's one of my tattoos. Boom, 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 I don't know if you can see it, there it is. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. The American flag, the eagle, and the cross, right? Yeah, and then God in our life, believing in for, flying and soaring like an eagle. And then the honor and integrity and justice and discipline and respect of living in a free country and what we need to do to fight to keep that freedom. So anyway, that's another part of being balanced, right? So anyway, the South Korean flag, we have that up because our, uh, 
we're kind of a mixed martial arts here. We do quite a uh, variety of different martial arts into one, but the main uh, component is Tung Sudo. And it's a, even though it's a, uh, Tung Sudo stands for way of the Chinese hand, the kicking influence comes from South Korea. So the South Korean, you got the two center characters, the um and the yang, the blue and the red. And all that is, is a more colorful life uh, uh, form, the, according to the South Koreans there, than the yin and yang, which is the Chinese black and white. But the blue and the red, it's all it's a duality. It's all the opposites of the universe. Man, woman, fire, water, hot, cold, any opposites. And of course, you got the extremists on both sides, left, right, Republican, uh, Democrat, liberal, conservative, you know, and uh, um, if you notice the intersection of the lines. So the perfect balance is trying to find balance between the harmonies. Or like when you take a shower, it's not too hot, it's not too cold, right? You don't have too much ego or too much humility. Got a little balance in there, right? Not too much testosterone, easy for me to say, or too much estrogen, kind of in the middle there, right? You're firm, but not a jerk. <laughs> All the examples I'm giving. But my point is, once again, that's balanced, right? And same thing, kids, uh, you gotta have a good balance of, of what the mental, spiritual, and physical, but you also have a good balance on what you're eating, what you're putting into your body. That's another part of it. Good balance as far as how much sleep you're getting, how much rest you're getting, how much work you're getting, how much physical activity you're getting. Gotta have a balance. You know, I, I used to go like a maniac forever and think I could live on three, four hours of sleep. And I guess I could for a short period, um, <laughs> say a short period of time, it's about 40 years of my life. And I met some mentors that kind of wham, hit me with a good right hook. Boom, they brought it across, baby. And uh, one of them said this, and I'm giving this to you if you're listening. Of course, hopefully you're listening and uh, you can share this to be your very, very best. He had said, he goes, uh, you ever stop and think what would happen to your business, your academy, your students, your instructors, uh, all the people that come to you for coaching, if you would get really, really sick and not be able to recover or possibly if you died, do you ever stop and think of that? And of course, me being me, <laughs> I said, that ain't going to happen to me. Are you kidding me? And of course, the first thing they hit me with was, okay, first, drop the ego. Second, do you, what do you have planned for that? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, you can't continue at this pace forever. And I thought, well, you know what? It got me through my teens, got me through my 20s, my 30s, my 40s. I've been fighting and scrapping and, I mean, literally a lot of times <laughs> for everything I've got because that's the way I was brought up, you know, brought up on a farm, baling hay, shoveling poo, milking a cow, kind of like a, instead of a Johnny Cash, that Johnny Cash song, A Boy Named Sue, it was a boy named Richie. Yeah, Richie, get out there, Richie. And, and that, that's dad's military dad. You know, he's 101st Airborne Division in Vietnam. Uh, and you know, he's, he, he served and uh, is, 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 was wounded severely. But uh, he's a fighter, he's a scrapper. And he kind of passed those things on to me as well. Let me know the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows, as Rocky says. But my point is, to bring all of this around uh, uh, to, to together, is there's gotta be a balance in that life, all right? It's going to be tough. You're going to get knocked down. But as parents, you want to do your best to help your kids out. Don't give it to them. Make them work toward it. Yeah, they could do it. So back to the balance. That's where it's at. Not too much this, not too little of that. Try and find a balance. Now, that is probably the absolute hardest thing to do in life is to have that perfect balance. And once again, talking about the physical balance, standing on one foot here, got my leg high. Choop. As a martial artist, I should have pretty good balance, right? <laughs> Doing some kicks, wham! And keeping that balance, kick at the camera. <laughs>
got to do it with the right leg, got to do it with the left leg, don't I? So, but anyway, I'm being goofy again, but uh, that's just who I am. Uh, uh, someone said something about maturity earlier today, and I said, well, or no, yeah, uh, we'd love how much fun you have with the kids. And I said, well, I'm nothing but a, <laughs> but a little kid just trapped in this big kid's body, this adult body. I don't know how it happened, right? And still in my mind, I'm still a young kid. Of course, that uh, uh, keeps you young. But at the same time with that, and I was always told, Richie, when are you ever going to grow up? Richie, when are you ever going to grow up? When are you ever going to take anything serious? And I didn't want to. Then I went through a number of years, a couple decades, of being way too serious. And that Richie wasn't very happy, I'll tell you that right now. And you can have both. Once again, not too much of this, not too much of that. So, to kind of wrap this whole thing up in a bow, so to speak, um, balance. Here's, look in the mirror. Look inside your, yourself here. And if you're struggling with some of these areas, I almost guarantee you've probably passed a lot of these things on to your kids unknowingly. Just how it is. But guess what? You've also passed on the quality, good traits that, that, that are you, that no one else can give to your kids. So oftentimes I'll beat myself up by thinking, dang, I passed on that hyper, uh, uh, maybe not the hyperactivity, and they got a little bit of it, but the uh, kind of the, the anxiety and a little bit of sometimes you get down on yourself, a little bit of depression or the anger management I sometimes have trouble with. Everybody say, what? You're a martial artist. Shouldn't be able to conquer all those things? Martial arts is what helps me with these things. You know, I've had not to make excuses because I do not like excuses. Excuses are the, the nails that built the house of failure. Write that one down. <laughs> I use that one a lot. But I've had my share of concussions and double digits there, so you know, I probably only had one working brain cell to begin with, and now sometimes it flickers off and on. So that's, once again, nothing to be uh, uh, laughed about. I used to think, oh, man, just get back up and do it again. I'm a little smarter now, at least I try to be, and be uh, uh, wise to that. <clears throat> but anyway, like I mentioned, wrap this thing in a bow. I do these video blogs, and, and those that have been following for a while, and I triple dip here, um, I'll, since the recording studio is closed right now, I'll do the Facebook Live videos, I'll send this over to the producers, they'll take the audio off, and that will be our podcast, and if you're not following our podcast, please do so, it's Grogan's Bullyproof uh, and Kicking Life. It's available everywhere. It's worldwide, worldwide now. we got 226 episodes out now. Unbelievable. And then I'm way behind on my YouTube channel. I probably got... I'll probably get close to 40 or 50 videos that need to be uploaded to our YouTube channel. And that's uh, Kicking Life Master Grogan, the YouTube channel, but I need to get going on that. Um, and of course, I got my book coming out, which is Grogan's Bullyproof. I'm sorry, the book is just Bullyproof. Bullyproof. And it's a journey, me as a kid meeting me as Master Grogan uh, 40 years later. And we go on this journey together to, uh, to, to uh, pretty much it's me trying to be who I needed when I was a kid. Same thing we do here at the Academy with... Uh, with the kiddos here. Of course, if you're in the Edwardsville, Glen Carbon area, or even Granite City, or close by, come and see us. We're, we're, we're open. We're doing uh, virtual uh, classes as well for people that uh, don't want to leave, but we are doing in-house classes. We're being safe and all those things, but I truly believe the kids need the physical outlet. That's why we're continuing to do it. Follow us on uh, uh, where's, uh, Instagram, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life, and then also on uh, Facebook, Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life. We've got a page, and we've got a group, and of course, if you're in the area, Grogan's Martial Arts is our Martial Arts Academy. 
All right, folks, I saw some people popping uh, questions and answers up there. I can't really see without my glasses on here, so I will read those uh, comments and feedback, and I'll get back to each and every one of you because you took time out of your busy day to be with me today. I'll definitely reply back to your comments. And, of course, that's why I continue to give you everything I've got because I know how valuable time is, and if you've taken time to be with me, gosh darn it, I'm going to continue doing the work, the resources, uh, uh, hiring mentors and coaches so I can be the very best I can be in order to pass on knowledge to you to help you be the very best you can be so you can help bullyproof your kids, live your best kick in life, and then all those things working together, we're going to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. Can't wait to read your comments, and I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I'll chat with you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to another life-changing episode of Grogan's Bullyproof. This is your Bullyproof expert, Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please share this podcast with someone who could benefit from this message. And please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof tribe. And until we talk again, remember, you have the power to overcome your fears and battle through your challenges to stand up to any bully you're facing, either real or in your mind. So get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best, and I promise you'll become bullyproof and live your best kick in life.